Son of the living God, to him be the glory forever. Amen. And it happened as he spoke these things that a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts which nursed you. But he said more than that, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. And while the crowds were thickly gathered together, he began to say, this is an evil generation, it seeks a sign, and no sign will be given to it, except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so also the Son of Man will be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and indeed a greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and indeed a greater than Jonah is here. No one when he has lit a lamp puts it in a secret place, or under a basket, but a lampstand that those who come in may see the light. The lamp of the body is the eye, therefore when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body also is full of darkness. Therefore take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light, as when the bright shining of a lamp gives you Sunday of the month, the Coptic month of Tuba, and in this passage that our mother, the church, sets for us, the part that I want to meditate on is when our Lord Jesus Christ says that the lamp of the body is the eye. But before I talk about that, right before this, he talks about how there are other places, other nations, other peoples that are going to rise up in judgment and condemn the Israelites. And he says, for example, the queen of the south will rise up in judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the end of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and indeed a greater of Solomon is here. And again, he talks about the Ninevites. And he says that the Ninevites are going to come in judgment with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and indeed a greater than Jonah is here. And the point that our Lord Jesus Christ is trying to make here is saying, there are people who are outside of the people of God, who were seeking God, and when they sought him, they found him. And, and, and you, God's chosen people, who have God himself with you, are rejecting him. And therefore, you're going to be uh, condemned. And I just wanted to speak briefly, you know, speaking specifically like about our church. We have a church that has a good number of converts. And there are people who are, are seeking the church and, and looking for a life of holiness, uh, a life of righteousness, a, a life that is faithful to God. And when they seek it, they find it. And how much 
Will we more will be condemned those who are maybe cradle Orthodox born in the church and are rejecting the commandments of God, we're rejecting God's love towards us. They will rise up in condemnation against us in judgment in the same way. So it's important for us to take our faith very, very seriously. And I, I just, when I was reading this passage yesterday, I, I thought about this and it's important for us to, to take our faith in a serious way. Not only for us to be a, a, a light to the rest of the world and to those who come and visit us and, and are interested in learning about the church, but also for my own self uh, to stand in front of God on Judgment Day and be able to, to say that I've, I've, I've strived to live a life of holiness and a life of righteousness before Him. Speaking about uh, the lamp of the body is the eye. There are two things that I want to talk about when referring to the lamp of the body being the eye. First is looking at things in a positive way versus looking at things in a negative way. What I focus on, what I see, makes a difference in my whole body and makes a difference in my entire life. Either, as our Lord Jesus Christ is saying, being full of light or being full of darkness. The, the Greek word actually, when, he, when he's speaking about these, in, in a good translation, it sort of catches it. When he's saying that the lamp of the body is the eye, or when he says your eye is good, he's speaking about a word that is talking about generosity, talking about devotion, talking about sincerity. Okay, And the opposite, or an evil or bad eye, that's talking about sort of being greedy or covetous. Actually, when this same passage, when the, the lamp of the body is the eye, it's read also in the Gospel of St. Matthew. And when it's read in the Gospel of St. Matthew, it's sandwiched between passages about money. And so our Lord Jesus Christ is saying one of the things, if we, have, if we have good eyes, a person with good eyes sees where other people are hurting. He sees where there is need. He or she wants to bless others, help them in their struggles, help them in their difficulties. A person with a good eye gives from their wallet, from their time, from themselves. They consider others and how can they be an encouragement towards others. But people with bad eyes or evil eyes are always considering things about from their perspective. What can they get? What do they stand to gain? Or what do I stand to lose? My eyes are on my own success. This eyesight, this sort of eyesight can affect my entire life. My perspective is much more serious than I think. Our Lord Jesus said, the lamp of the body is the eye. In Proverbs chapter 11, he says, A generous man will prosper, and he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. So our Lord Jesus Christ in some ways is trying to say, the way that you're going to find life, a fulfilled life, is to live for others. The way to find blessing in your life is to be a blessing to others. But with bad eyes, with an evil eye, when you're focused on your own wants, when you're focused on your own desires, your whole life then is plunged into darkness. If there is selfish ambition, everything in my life becomes tainted, becomes distorted. I won't see correctly. I won't see my spouse correctly. I don't see my children correctly. I don't see myself correctly. Anybody. How do I work on getting good eyesight? How can I make my eye good? How can I begin to see life the way it ought to be seen or, or live it the way it ought to be lived? It begins first by seeing our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to have our eyes focused on Him. Focus on Him in commitment. Focus on Him in loyalty to Him. Actually, by the way, when it says that the, the, the eye is good, the translation also in the Greek has a, another meaning, that the, that the eye being good is single-minded. It doesn't have like two different 
uh, ways of, of, of thinking. Christ shows us the way in which we ought to live. He gave Himself for us. He saw the needs around Him, the needs of others around Him. And He lived and died to meet those needs. If we don't fix our eyes on Him, then we live in darkness. But if we genuinely give ourselves to Him in love, in loyalty, our whole body is going to be full of light. When we look at life, what do we see? Do we see places for my enjoyment, places to make money, places to stroke my pride or my ego? Or do I see that the kingdom of God should be claiming my work, my free time, my marriage, my ministries? Do I see that the time has been given to me to be taken up in service of God and in service of others and for the glory of God or not? Working towards the kingdom is, is broader than actually just maybe being generous or giving to, to good causes. Working towards the kingdom can be as simple as working on my marriage to be successful. It can be as simple as working to be a good father or mother to my children, raising up people who fear God. As Christians, it can mean our, in our workplace, right? We have to have a different way of doing business in the rest of the world. We have love for our enemies. Think of others more highly than ourselves. To practice servanthood, to practice self-denial. This is the way that Christ showed us. If we don't see those things, if we only see sort of looking for my own benefit, then I'm living in darkness. I'm ignorant of the reality of the kingdom of God and the kingdom that Christ is bringing forth. Actually, if you look, there's another passage in the Gospel of St. Matthew when our Lord Jesus Christ mentions something that's very, very similar to what, uh, what He mentions here about the, the lamp of the body being the eye and that the eye is good, the whole body is good. If you remember the parable of the 11th hour workers, at the end of the parable, after he had given everybody the money that he agreed with, the people who came in the first hour, they were upset. They said, no, I expected to have more because I worked all day, and the people in the 11th hour got the same as me. If you remember, how did our Lord Jesus Christ respond? Or, or how did the, the owner respond in the parable that our Lord Jesus Christ gave? He said, is your eye bad because I am good? Is your eye bad because I am good? You, you see my generosity as evil. You see my mercy as dark. You are the one actually who is blind. You are the one who is not seen correctly. Is your eye bad because I am good? So that's the first uh, thing about the lamp of the body being the eye, looking at things positively versus negatively. The second thing, the lamp of the body being the eye, is the importance of keeping my senses pure. The importance of keeping my senses pure. In Proverbs it says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Why is it important for me to guard my heart or my eyes? Why is this important? In the Gospel of St. Luke it says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. When he says out of the evil treasure of his heart or the good treasure of his heart, what does the word treasure mean? Actually, the word treasure doesn't mean some sort of like, uh, like you know, when I think of treasure, I think of some sort of like pirate's uh, treasure chest and like it's hidden and things like that. But the word treasure actually means like a deposit, like a place where I hold money. 
So, like in, in a bank, when I want to have money in my hands and I want to and I want to hold it somewhere, I put it and I deposit it in the bank so that I can draw it out later. And, and what he's saying is like, when I deposit bad things, when I go to withdraw, all I'm going to have is bad things. If I deposit in my heart bad things, all I'm going to have to withdraw is bad things. So, and actually he reiterates that in the Gospel of St. Mark. He says, what comes out of a man defiles a man from within, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed forth evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. All those sins, we're talking about, he's talking about adultery, lies, pride, murder, hatred. They don't begin from the outside. They begin from the eye, from the heart. The only way they can get into your heart is if they are put in there as a deposit by you. So how can I guard my eyes or guard the, my heart? The gates to my heart are, are my, my, my senses, my eyes, my ears. So that way, for me to guard my heart is to control what I allow to pass through those gates. I have to control the things that I see and the things that I hear. In Proverbs it says, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. He's talking about good words. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for there are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. Put away from you a deceitful mouth. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. So I guard my heart by controlling the things that I deposit into my heart. St. Paul, he, he echoes those words. In his letter to the Philippians, he says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Even from a scientific perspective, when my eye sees, it sends signals to my brain to evaluate what the eyes are seeing, and then my mind takes over by thinking about what to do about what I saw, and the next step to take. If the thought lingers on, it becomes established in my heart. Then action follows, right? I use my body to act. So this act, either good or bad, is a result of what my eyes see. So it's incredibly important for me to make a covenant with my eyes not to see evil to cause me to fail. How often am I lax in this for myself? You know, I can, I can watch a show and it might be slightly inappropriate, but I can ignore those parts. I, I, I allow myself to spend time in places that are not appropriate for me as a Christian. I allow myself even to hear and to listen to conversations that may trouble me and my heart and my thoughts afterwards. I have to discipline myself to have my eyes to be good so that the rest of my body is good. Do not let your eyes see things that are going to be around you that is going to cause you to miss eternity. Be disciplined in your spirit. Ask God for the grace to live above the lust of the eyes, as St. John mentions. Make a covenant with myself and with my eyes which is the lamp of my body, that I'm not going to allow it to cause me to fall into evil. 
There are tempters and temptation everywhere around in the world. My immediate environment and social media, a lot of places are there that can cause someone to fall into sin. And fall into the sin of the lust of the eyes. I need to ask God for His grace to abide with me so that I can keep myself unblemished, unspotted for Him. Make a covenant today, this morning with my eyes to activate my spiritual sight so that my eye can be good, so the rest of my body can be good and full of light. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.